Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley. And as always, I will never quit saying this. I'm so excited for my guest today, Jamie Zeitz. Welcome, welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. Thank you. Appreciate it, Nicole. So I'll be honest with everyone, this is our take two. We had bad audio last week when we were trying to record, and I could tell that Jamie was not 100% comfortable with putting out subpar work. Is that correct? That's right. I mean, it wasn't meant to be, so we <laughs> take two on it, and I think that's, uh, that's fitting for the conversation, right? Right, right, right. Because you know what? It just didn't work out. You know, the the audio was bad. We could have made it work, but pivot and adjust. We just said, let's scrap it. We'll do it next week. So welcome back. So Jamie, tell us what Jamie does. So what do you do, Jamie? Well, I mean, I run a a mortgage team and and part of a mortgage bank, which doesn't sound very exciting on (laughs) on the surface level. And I think we'll probably scratch into that, but what we try to do is make a difference in people's lives and do have different avenues to do that. And, you know, I don't really define myself by that type of work more than the type of things we're trying to accomplish, whether in our vision or our mission. And, and it's, you know, it's many fold, but, you know. I and that's what I mean. draws me to you, you know, your activity on social media and what you do. And I was even explaining to some friends of mine, I was like, well, I'm recording my podcast tomorrow and it's with a mortgage lender. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, that's believe okay. it, achieve it. But like, I, I <laughs> but I know that you are known as the coach, right? And, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that you and your team kind of try to focus on the wow experience for others and any kind of a wow experience and anything I want to do, like I'm in. So yeah. Explain a little bit of that. I come from a background having worked in, you know, college athletics for more than a dozen years. And so I've been subject to a lot of great leaders and a lot of great opportunities. And so when I got into this industry and started from the bottom up, literally six months before the bottom fell out, uh, we just kind of built and built and built. And, you know, part of that was taking the same kind of model people use when they build teams in athletics and putting it into a different industry. You know, I believe that concept works because you're doing something bigger than yourself and you're helping others and you're creating something larger than one person. And, you know, mortgages are a vehicle to get to where we want to get to. It's not uh, the driving force, but we certainly uh, have a focus on helping others and education is a big piece of that, which is where you get the name coach. Whether <laughs> it's just, you know, coaching up real estate agents how to be better at their craft or if it's simply helping a fellow colleague in the industry get better because you know something that they might not know. To me, it's just natural to want to share. 
and to help people gain new knowledge and insight, whatever the case may be, because I don't believe that if we're fortunate enough to, to know or learn something else, some of us that we should keep it secret because there's really no secret out there. We're all learning from somebody. Right. I mean, that, you know, a lot of my mentors say, find someone that's doing what you want to do mm-hmm. and model them, you yeah. know? <laughs> and I mean, it's not necessarily, I'm an open book. I love to share my knowledge and what I've learned. And I've been in my self-development world and just learning how to live an outstanding life and live in a beautiful state every day, all day. Like that's just who I am, but I created this, you know, like it takes work and, and I definitely want to pass that on to others who maybe, you know, everybody's not really willing to put in the time (laughs) and, you know, do the hard work. So I'm here to pass on the hard work in a fast way. (laughs) Well, I think you and I had spoken, I think offline about this. And I think when you're entrenched in this type of life where you're constantly trying to improve yourself and help others improve, not just work but in general you're constantly reading and watching and filling your head with stuff because naturally your head's not filled with all these great uh, positive information and as you do that you you take so much stuff in but we forget that the average person is not doing this and so when i share something or we share with people we in fact maybe they've all heard this message or heard this person speak and in truth most of them haven't and i think that's kind of that mindset, like I worked in radio back in the day, and when you worked in radio, which is kind of a, a dying medium, when you did news or sports on the radio, you did the same sportscast or newscast four or five times an hour, but your assumption was that everybody who turned on the radio was a new audience, right? And I think you kind of have to be wired that way, even in the internet age, is that you can't assume the same audience is always tuning in, and so if you can touch that next one person and one person, and I know in this industry where you're trying to grow people, it is one person at a time, and you know, all the great ones kind of start with that mindset that hey, if I can just touch one person today and they can touch one person, you know, then it, eventually you'll touch enough people and it'll it'll spread. And, and it's the truth. And it's really how you have to approach it instead of just, oh, my God, I can't get to everybody at once. Right, right. I say, I say, I want to change the world one person at a time. And you're so true on that when you say, you know, it's almost like you assume, well, everyone is like this, right? I'm like this. So everyone's like this. And, you know, my tribe and the people I surround myself with are like this, but, you know, people aren't. And, you know, I I go back to social media a lot because I think there's a lot of great in social media. A lot of people that I've had on Believe It, Achieve It, you know, used social media in times of desperation and deep need, even back before we had Facebook groups and things. And, You know, like I told you, like I follow you on social media and like you inspire me, not mortgage wise. You know, I don't need a loan right now, but like if I did, I'd be like, whoa, I want to be a part of that team because you're very inspiring outside of the mortgage world, like you say. So I highly recommend you guys following him on social. So how can people find you on social media? Well, I mean, in, in the Facebook medium, it's under my name, which is, you know, not easy to find, but I'm sure we'll have some graphics from that, being Jamie's advice. But, you know, Instagram, which is a model that, I mean, a, a medium that a lot of people have, you know, gone to, transitioned to, and, you know, my Instagram is at AskJZ, which is actually on my hat, and uh, <laughs> before we have a new logo. And I do think it's, in, there's a lot of intention there that, you know, yes, the, our business is important and the mortgage industry is important because we have a team and a business for growing. But there's other part of me that 
is important that I'm learning and giving back to others and helping others grow. And, and because we're fortunate that this social media is there that we can put it out there and who wants to consume it can consume it, right? That's the good part is that if you don't want to hear it or don't want to read it, don't read it. But mm -hmm. if you want to, it's there. And it's not for me to decide who wants and doesn't want to do that. And I think I'm sure as you've grown your presence, you're probably surprised by how many people are tuned in, even though they might not click on there and tell you that. And I know just being out and about, people will say that to me. And I don't really, you know, realize sometimes who's actually paying attention. Right, like a little live video or a little thing that you did that day that you just do it. You're like, okay, this is me. I'm I'm doing my social media thing. And then two weeks later, you can run into somebody and they say something about that video. And it just is like, ah, mm -hmm. oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's, you know, I think that's what I tell my team all the time. I said, it's just consistency. You're not going to win every day and you never know when you're going to necessarily win. And yes, there's strategy to it. We know that. Uh, I really do believe it's just about being authentic, putting what you believe out there in the, in the real way. And who wants to consume it will consume it. And it's going to touch everybody differently. And I'll tell you, from, I'll, I'll give you an example. So it was probably June of 2014. I made a conscience effort that I wanted to make some changes in my life and I knew I wanted to focus on others and I had some ideas of how I was going to do that. And one of the things I started doing in June of 2014 is I had a, a, what's called the message of the day or for a lot of people MOD. And it's a text message that goes out to people every single day. And what, it wasn't a group text because I want people to be able to respond if they want and if they don't, they don't. And it's people in my quarters in my life, right? Not your pennies, but your quarters, people close to you. And so oh, yeah. Quarters. Tell us what is the quarters? Well, I mean, I, I'm not a person who has a thousand people around me. Like I keep, you know, four or five quarters instead of a hundred pennies around me. Okay. So, so I like that. I like that. Closest to you. And so we started this and, you know, I might've had five or six, some family members and a couple of people that I sent messages to. Well, now it's been over 2000 consecutive, 300 days, 2300 consecutive days. I have not missed a day and it's ranged who's on there. And it's the first thing I do every day. And the people on there expect it early in the morning. And if they don't get it, they assume something's wrong with me. Uh, and so no matter what country I've been in or where I've been, we've done this message. And, and so what I learned is that as it's ebbed and flows and who's part of it, you never know how and what's going to touch somebody. Like there's days I'm like, this is crap, but I just got to do something. And then I get three responses. And there's days where I think this is epic and I hear nothing but crickets. And so I don't worry about that. I just find something that resonates with me or what I might be relevant and it, and it goes out. And I trust that when people, you know, they'll interpret it how they want to interpret it. And if they, if it's good, it's good. It's not. Uh, but I think it goes back to, uh, I one time had someone on there who was a colleague and I just, they were not engaged much. So I took them off to just work every day. Right. And I took them off and then all of a sudden they said, well, how did, why did you stop sending me the message? I said, well, I just didn't think you were engaged and didn't, didn't say you cared. So I just figured, why bother you with an extra text message every day? And they said, actually, I forwarded it to my son who's in the Army in Hawaii every day. And he was sharing with all his, his mates out in Hawaii every day. And, and wow. so you suddenly realize you just don't know what people are doing with that. And it's probably not for us to care, right? If we're going to give back to you, we just give back. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that right there is... As you said, the magic word consistency, everything we want is on the other side of consistency. And, you know, I have my Facebook group, Believe It, Achieve It, as my listeners know, because I, I imagine that, but I go live pretty much every day. And sometimes I'm like, okay, it's the weekend. I'll give everybody a break from having to listen to me go live every day. And then I'll have people reach out to me and they're like, are you okay? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't go live today. Or they say like, 
I feel like I talk to you on a regular basis, even though I don't because of your videos. And that, you know, like means so much like, like for you, honestly, and I know you don't feel this way because you're not watching your own videos, but I'm like, oh, you're my tribe and one of my, my tribe because I do see your videos and I do see your things. So I love it. I just, I really love it. And I know you've mentioned team and tell us how important it is to have a team. Well, it's everybody has their own, you know, thoughts on it. There are some people who just want to go alone, right? It's not that you can't go alone, but you can go faster together. Further and, faster together, yes. Yeah. And and to me, it was about not just leveraging people's abilities and doing so I don't have to try to do everything. It was about trying to lift other people up and give them the opportunity to get better in their craft. And some have moved on and grown out, which is a good sign, right? And then some oh. will stay with you. But, you know, if like you having the kids dance, graduate, right? <laughs> and if you get and look, and I have some that I'm proud of with what they're doing. And then we talk about where it all started. But if you truly are trying to lift somebody up and, you know, our mission is to help them have a better life. So if they have better their craft and they have a better income and a better quality of life and help their family. And that way, you know, you're making a difference in more than yourself. And so, again, it goes back to. You know, my team's grown and it's gotten smaller and grown again. And it's rebuilt this year. And it's actually, I have a, a team dinner tomorrow night. And so I was thinking about this just because it's with the significant others because they are a big part of the team too. And yes. you're in our industry and you work as hard as we do in the hours that we do, the significant others have to be part of supporting that. And so I want them to know that we appreciate their support of the whole process because they're, you know, they're part of the extended family. And so for me, yeah, the, the team piece is important. You know, I kind of rebuilt it in the last year and I've done it in a different way. It's I said, this is the only way I'm going to do it. And if people want to be part of it, great. If not, I'm totally cool um, with it, right? Because I have to be comfortable every day and doing what I do and leading and, and, you know, not wake up in the middle of the night and worry about things that I shouldn't be worried about. Right. But it is so important to, you know, include your partner or whoever it is in your life because... And real estate mortgage industry, it's not a nine to five, you know, and, yeah, and you say like to people don't take your work home, but you know, if you get a text at eight 30 at night and you know, your partner, your significant others like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like it's after business hours. So yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to include them and let them know. And to me, you know, because it is, it's like your family. You know, to put a face with the name and be like, oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. You know, and I think that's amazing. And, you know, like we're sitting here talking about, you know, a business and a team and moving further and faster and all of this. And none of it really has been around the mortgage industry. So technically, this can work in any business. Well, and and that's kind of the concept when I was in athletics. Now, I wasn't even close to being the leader I am now. I mean, I. I would, I trained people and I coached them up and they all got better jobs than I ever had later because it's stepping stone. But I definitely didn't lead anywhere near like I am now. Like I'm way different. I think in a better leader today than I was nine months ago. Sure. And a lot of that's with failing, failing and making mistakes and not intentionally, right? But just realizing I needed to be better and in working at it, not just reading and studying, but you know, I just got done doing a power of positive leadership training with John Gordon and his team. And because John was from here and has an athletic background, I kind of worked with him early on and, and hired him for an event. And so I've kind of, you know, latched on to some of that. And now I'm actually going to be start facilitating that training next year myself. But the point, Hi, is, man. That, I'll the point is, is that, you know, I had to get better in some areas as a leader. And I brought some of my, my head people, my team that I want to continue to grow and cultivate with me because I want them to see the mindset you have to have to lead every day. And look, it's not natural for me 
leading is natural, but being a good leader it's a, it's a, mindset. Takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work of being positive when you're not in a great mood and, and, you know, staying focused on and how your mannerisms are, because, you know, I, I realize that people are going to play off how I am reacting and how my personality is. Uh, like energy attracts like energy. So you control the focus of the room or exactly. yeah. And that's, you have to remind yourself often you're getting mad about something and you show it, it's going to affect. doesn't mean you're always positive, but it's something that comes with a little pressure. But I say, I like the pressure of others relying on you. And that's part of being a leader is, is you love the challenge of let, not letting somebody down every day and having someone that, you know, you have to, to support. And uh, to me, that's, that brings more to doing what I do than just the actual work itself. No, ah, it's fulfillment, right? Success without fulfillment is your ultimate failure. And you're continuing to learn and grow, right? And sure. I feel like people just like get stuck and then they're not learning and growing. And sure. I'm obsessed with learning and growing. I want to learn yeah. and grow every day and pay it forward and pass it on. And um, and I love my, that you talked about learning and growing. You're always learning Ironically is the message I sent out today. You know, a lot of times it's just, it's text. And today I happen to have an image and it says, let your addiction for growth be stronger than your addiction for comfort. That is, you know, it's a mindset that says we're going to continue to do things, try to go every day. And then again, your natural person, natural instinct doesn't do that. It's just not natural. And so it has to be intentional. Of course, when you have a team, you have to put some things in place maybe to keep that in focus. And part of that is, you know, doing things together to grow and learn, but also like right now we're using a 30-day plan for each person. It has your personal goals and disciplines on one side, and then it has your professional. So we have something that we're focused and measurable on, or just went out. And that way that we can know that we're working towards something in front of us every day that'll help us grow and get better. But if we didn't do that, you wouldn't actually just pick some things and maybe do it. You have to be intentional about it, and some of them have to be scheduled. And that's the part that as a leader, you got to push people a little bit because they're just not used to pushing themselves. I mean, it is a mindset. Like I have created, you know, this person that I am and I work on my emotional fitness every single day. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> well, you have a coach, you know, probably more than one coach. And, and I have a professional coach, who, you know, not just professional. Because this week, our whole coaching had nothing to do with professional stuff. It had to do with making sure that we're addressing some of our personal goals and, and things on the plate, because that can certainly cloud your mind up when you're trying to do your job. So, um, you know, and we did touch on that in our, in our take one. So on yeah, our take two, let's touch a little bit on your coach. So. Yeah. I mean, I have my coaches, Michael Regan with uh, building champions and building champions kind of built their brand 25 years ago on being intentional and it's called the core four kind of building your intentions of your life. You know, Daniel Harkavy, who's been the head of it for all the time, and they work with now more corporations and companies like Chick-fil-A and some other big ones. But, you know, they the coaching piece is not just about mortgage-specific. A lot of it's that go across all kinds of boundaries. And, you know, it's been important for me to have someone who knows and understands me so when we have our talks or calls every couple of weeks, we can dig into where I am, whether it's personal or professional, and get ourselves in a direction and focus where we need to go and, you know, Michael and I have a lot in common backgrounds with help because he knows how I I'm, how I tick and he knows how to get things across to me. And I think that certainly helps. And we're actually, you know, outside of coaching, we're, we're friends too now. And so it's it, it changes that dynamic a little bit. And coaching's not for everybody. It's just important to me. You know, mm-hmm. with that comes, you know, hey, you should think about this book or this book gave me this concept. And 
you know, the people who kind of created that was with Daniel Huckabee and, and Michael Hyatt. I don't know if you follow him. He's big on focus and efficiency. But Michael Hyatt has written some books, and they wrote a book together called Living Forward. And so that oh. book came along to me at a similar time when I was making these changes in 2014, and Living Forward was one that I read as part of my coaching. And, and it's about building your life plan and being intentional, right? Because no one gets married to get divorced, right? That's just your biggest drift. And things yeah. Part of living an intentional life is being focused on all those pieces you don't on your so you don't dress. Where you want to be. And yeah. So forward, and I'll tell you this: if you want a powerful exercise to find out where you are and where your why is and what your goals are, of course I do. Tell when us. When I was I was out of the building champions experience in, in Bend, Oregon, and, and it was quiet and a lot of work we had to do. And one of it was writing your eulogy backwards, right? And, and writing that with all the questions and what you want to remember forward and the specific questions that come with it really helped you open up your eyes to where you want to go. And, you know, I probably need to do it again and refresh. It's been a few years, but certainly that that gave me a really good map of, I don't want to be remembered for someone who did good production or someone who did publications in a different industry or he was really good at PR, you know, things that might be professional. You want to be known for making a difference in people's lives, pouring into others, making sure that they felt they made a difference. You know, whatever your your why is, but I think when you write your eulogy backwards, you're very strong and giving you some direction of where you want to go. Oh, I mean, you're speaking to my heart, right? <laughs> and it's very important to have your why. And I don't, I think a, a lot of people kind of get lost in their why. I mean, I do. I have to go back and reassess mine and focus and be like, okay, Nicole, why are we doing this? You know, what's the end result? And, you know, what do I want to do? And who do I want to touch? And <laughs> so... Well, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> No, now you've made me lose my point. <laughs> well, I was just, I apologize. I was just thinking about something I read this morning talking about, you know, the biggest battle we all fight is being you, right? Forever, it's always in the greatest battle trying to figure out who you are and who you want to be. And that's something that's constant. I don't think we probably spend enough time on it. We're so busy. People are working and trying to pay the bills and taking care of the family and and wherever they are in their life. And so you get lost on that piece of it. And while I know it's part of just the real world, right, that if someone can just lock in and say, you know what, as busy as I am with my kids and as busy as I am trying to work and provide and do all the things that go day to day, you can find five minutes in the morning to, you know, read something or think about these things. And it might give you a little bit of an edge because when you do get clear on this, right, at least for me, when you get clear on, kind of your why or, or where you're trying to go in your long-term goals, you might not get there immediately, but you, you feel pretty good every day. Uh, and you have a little bit of a swagger or confidence because you're controlling and setting money for you the best you can, right? Right, uh, yeah. Discipline piece. Now, we all have our moments, and, you know, I'm as anxious as anybody as far as that goes, but that means I have to do things to, to alleviate anxiety, right? I just know I have to, right? I know for a fact. You when know, I got I, into the coaching world, I was like, I can't be a coach. I have anxiety. <laughs> and then my coach was like, I have anxiety too. I have panic attacks, but I still do what I do. It's just, yeah. you know, I have the tools now and I don't have to be, you know, perfect. Who? What's perfect? You know, yeah, I think that's a big problem. <laughs> a lot of people is they're comparing themselves to people. And, and I look, we're all included. Social media is a good friend to all of us, but it's also one of our worst enemies because we're comparing ourselves to people and, you know, I shut some people off around me, not that they did anything wrong. I just didn't need to see things that were giving me head traps, right? And it wasn't their fault. It was my fault. Right. So I just, you know, it's like, it's called an alteration trigger, right? You put something in place so something else can't happen. And so if I shut them off or I don't see them, I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Right? If you don't want to use your phone when you're in your bed, don't put your phone in the bedroom. Right? Leave it downstairs. 
So those are so really, I just you put some things in place to try to alleviate head trash where it doesn't need to be in, coming in, and you know it's just natural that we do this, but that means you have to work even harder to not do that, right? And just focus on who you are and, and like our team during this whole pandemic. You know, I'm sure everybody's mm. doing really well, and our industry's been blessed to be really strong and real estate's been strong. And one of the things I know is that we kind of just put our head down and said, all right, I don't care what they're doing or they aren't doing. We're going to do what we do. And we're going to double down and be relentless, which was our word for the year. Our one word was relentless. And it turned out to be a great word for 2020, right? And right. Just relentless. And that's why we've been able to grow this year. We just put our head, uh, in our ears back and went to work. And like we've done 10 webinars in the last you know, four or five months during all this. And we've just kind of said we're going to go after it. But it goes back to the fact that I didn't want to worry about what this person was doing or how good someone else was doing. I just want to try to do what I can do with my skill set because social media certainly can get in your head and question whether you're good enough at what you do, you know? And Absolutely. Um, I don't think I can find it right now. Though. I just read a great book kind of on that whole piece of, you know, worried about if you're, you're good enough at what you do uh, every, every single day is kind of what drives a lot of people, right? It's a, that constant that you're good enough to be really successful, but you're always worried about if you're good enough and you, that's what keeps you chasing and working harder and harder. I think that's kind of a coach's mentality and, the head football coach at a major school, whether it's Florida or Georgia, it doesn't matter who it is. Every day they know they're good. That's why they're confident and they're the head coach making seven million dollars a year, but they also know that someone's trying to get an edge on them. And so they're driven they're driven by the chase and the competition every single day. It's kind of that that way. That goes back to the growing, the learning and growing, learning and growing, learning and growing. <sighs> so I'll ask you this because I know you're the positive, you're the leader, you're the guy. Do you have a bad day or do you have bad moments? Well, I think in the past I would have a bad day, but I'm really focused on when I have got my ass kicked at a certain time of the day or something starts in the wrong way or that I totally just, all right, let's get through this, let's be done with it, and let's, let's find three things that we can finish the day on on a positive note. <laughs> uh, so I really have gotten, it's taken a lot of intentionality to not have bad days and to say, okay, let's, we're going to finish this day positive. Like yesterday I had a couple rocky moments earlier early and I could see some frustration gaining building up and I'm like I've got to define this day differently somehow just and get back you just jump in and start doing small little things that you know you can get past with wins with that gives you some confidence and gets you going again and then you get back into the flow so I think there's nothing wrong with having small things to do just to build confidence sometimes before you get into some other challenges yeah, and whatever it is that you do, I may, you know, jump on my rebounder or my go-to is turn on a good song mm-hmm. and dance it out for 30 seconds and then get back at it. You know, just Last week, I was, yeah, I was working from out of town and, and I should have been in this amazing spot. Like behind me, you see this picture that was where I was kind of working from and it was gorgeous. But I know, I, I asked if you were still out of town. So. Yeah, I had a couple of days where I just couldn't get going mentally. Something wasn't right and I just couldn't figure out why I was anxious and Maybe I was trying to compartmentalize the day too much. And so I just filled my brain with watching some of the great stuff on YouTube with speakers and things that just kind of said, okay, we're all good here. Let's keep going. And it wasn't anything fancy. I just knew I needed to do something, right? And I went back and watched that amazing speech by Rick Rigby. I don't know. Most people don't know his name, but no, but it touched me. Yeah, yeah, the Rick Rigsby speech and, you know, the wisdom of a third gate dropout. And, and I could watch it over and over and over. And someone like you who's aspiring to where you want to be, that's someone who just got the right one at the right time with all the right pieces, and it really kind of launched him. But that, that speech kind of gave me a good feeling, and I watched a few more and just kind of got back into, okay, 
I just needed to change my mindset a little bit and get back on track. Yeah, but it's good to show too, like the positive, us positive people, right? We can still get hit in the ribs or take a hit or have that anxiety, that panic attack or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, or feel overwhelmed. But to get, I visualize, I'm a visual person, but I like Mm -hmm. visualize putting on my tool belt. And I'm like, okay, I've got this, this, and this, and this. I've got it all. Let me get it out. And then, you know, pivot and adjust. Everyone's saying that I think that's a big piece, not just in business, but in whatever you do. You have to be willing to adjust quickly and pivot, and you better be ahead of the curve. You know, and I'm not afraid to change, and, and we've failed plenty. We make mistakes and things don't work, but we just, we're just we not afraid to try things because I just don't want to wonder. I don't want to do the same thing and hope it works or wonder if it works. I mean, perfect example. So we're, we're started our year, and we're off to a good start, and one of our business plans is we do a lot of live teaching in big events in public, right? And, and it gives us a lot of energy. We get in front of a lot of people. We teach a lot of agents. And it's, so we're planned out for the year. We've got them scheduled. Well, pretty soon, come March, I'm pretty sure everybody wasn't allowed to do anything, right? It just shut down. And right. So I have been to some of your stuff. And it, it yeah. is different than going to, you know what I mean? It's like you definitely add more value and you make it fun. And, yeah, but I've noticed that you're adjusting and doing it. Well, we had to go right to webinars. And the first couple were train wrecks. And we, to me, we weren't really great at it. We had to figure it out and I was raising Canada to know what we were doing. Uh, but we quickly figured it out. We kept scheduling and kept doing it and, then, and they've been very successful. It's actually been a new tool for us. Uh, but had this not happened and we didn't pivot, we would have never known. We just said, well, what are you going to do? We're going to complain or are we going to just adjust what we're doing? And I'm like, a lot of you, I'm kind of surprised at how many people register and attend. But we know now we've got even a better tool when things do open up again to do both ways. And but it's just an example of just pivoting quickly, right? You take yeah. the same core goal and how can we do it differently because we're not able to go out and teach in public. I mean, it's just, that's how it was. I mean, like that, I mean, for me, like I thrive in groups and in, you know, around people and, you know, obviously that's not happening right now. And then I started my podcast and I'm like, yeah. you know, I mean, pivot and adjust. You know, life is not a straight line, mm-hmm. you know, and who wants to live in a straight line? You don't. So you just got to adjust, you know, fall off course, adjust back on, get off course, adjust back on and stay the course as much as you can. But and to give yourself grace if you fall down. Well, that's exactly, you know, we just talked about it. There's nothing wrong with, with falling down. I am one of the few people I've failed plenty in my life. And and when I was at a business class with coaching one time with a bowl training and they said, raise your hand if you like to fail. And I was like, I'm all in. Because every time I've failed, I've gotten way better and grown in my career and in my course. I've just gotten better. You know, and it doesn't feel good at the time. But if you react correctly to it, it can really help you grow. Just like you, you don't go to the gym and do the same thing every day and get better, right? You have to push yourself to fall and grow and break. And, um, you know, and, and this is a great quote I read the other day. It's like, life is a gym membership with a really complicated cancellation policy. Right. Yeah. You know, things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. You know, you're not going to expect things. I think in probably the toughest times is what I love. I love the diversity. That's people are like, oh, I don't want another recession. Like, I don't really want a recession, but I thrive during the recession because I wasn't afraid to go out there and do some things. Right. So So you're yeah to adjusting. Yeah. You just can't be afraid of when the tough times come, and don't worry about them because you can't do anything until it happens. Right. Right. Exactly. be ready to uh, be equipped to, to deal with things that come up and uh, get your tool belt, get those tools yeah. out. And, and I'll finish it off here on, and you've mentioned it a couple of times on your failures and how you've thrived in your failures. And I was in a 
World Summit last weekend, and one of the speakers, Jamie Lee McCarn, who sold her cosmetic business and made billions on her sale of it. And she said that her biggest setback was her greatest setup. And that was like, oh, wow. So you, you know, even saying, look, I failed. I failed a hundred times. That's having no ego and being real and being authentic. And I love that. I love that you are, are real and authentic and say, can be the first one to say, hey, I have failed. But from those failures, I've had success. I think that comes with growing into being uh, comfortable being transparent, especially when you lead a team and, or you want to lead others, you should have to be transparent and be willing to admit where you failed and so you can show that, that things can get better when you do. And, you know, I, I try to preach all the time, like uh, my team, they're like, oh, especially doing videos and social media, but then they overthink it and then they'll, uh, and I'm like, stop, just go. Like, you're going to make mistakes. Like, we started our the other day, and it wouldn't work. The only reason we stopped is because the signal went hold, and we would have never gotten anywhere to do it. But that being said, it's just people are worried about how they look and how perfect they look and how everything is. And just be real. People like real, right? People like real. Like yes. Like, the most fun we have are real videos that we have real fun with, and people are attracted to the fun because we're having fun with it, right? And those are zero scripts. They don't know where I'm going with it. I just say, here we go. And I go and they figure it out as we go because we don't want to be scripted. We want to be real and have fun with it. You know, life's not scripted. So there's no reason to try to script it. You know, you can be intentional, but scripting, it's just going to lead you to have more anxiety about what you didn't do. I'm not married by 30. Oh my God, what happens? Right. By 28. Oh my God. Well, look, we've all been there, right? We've all been there, but it's okay. Everybody's journey is a little bit different. Oh, what a beautiful way to end, Jamie. (laughs) Everybody's journey is a little bit different and have fun. I love it. Thank you so much for being a guest on Believe It, Achieve It. I love what you do. I love your message. I love who you are. So keep shining, keep having fun and keep spreading the love, Jamie. (laughs) So real quick, let's just tell the listeners how they can find you. I will have it all in the show notes. So they can all find it there, but. Go ahead and tell them how to find you. Well, I mean, you can find us at jamiezites.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at AskJZ with our new logo coming out in the next few days, which we're excited about. We've been working on a new logo for that. And then Facebook, that's my name, Jamie Zeitz, and they can walk into my business if they walk from there. I have Twitter, but I don't use a ton, honestly. It's FLA203K, but that uh, is my Twitter handle. But I, that's about it. I don't use any the other people. Well, yeah, I'm not big on Twitter. I don't understand it. And I think it's just a lot of fighting, (laughs) which is not what we're about, right? (laughs) So thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much. I certainly appreciate you. And keep inspiring me. Please keep inspiring me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So as always, you guys, make it an awesome, awesome day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.